Welcome to What the Hair, a Tangled podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about The Wrath of Ruthless Ruth. This was written by Kelly Hannon, directed by Tom Caulfield, and originally premiered on October 8th, 2017. That's so long ago. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host, Krista. Hey, yeah, no, we've been watching things from 2017, and I'm just realizing how far away 2017 was five years ago yeah that does feel like a really long time ago but i had been wondering if this was a halloween episode uh, doesn't this feel like it was part of the disney channel halloween block it definitely did and i i always love the halloween episodes for tv shows even if they're like completely don't match canon and just the more out there and ridiculous they are the more i love them usually so I was excited for this. Yeah. I actually don't like this episode. I love all the episodes, obviously. But this is like the episode I've seen the least of all the Tangled episodes. Because it feels like very much like Disney said to them, hey, we need a Halloween episode. And they're like, we'll come up with something. And they did a great job, but it just doesn't feel like it's part of the narrative that they were wanting to tell, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it does feel like it's this kind of campy, non-canon episode, which I'm fine accepting just because, I mean, I've seen drama shows that do a one-off, like, X-Files Halloween episode, and you're like, I know this isn't canon, but I don't care because it's just fun. So I thought this episode was fun, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's one of the stronger ones. I mean, they do show that King Frederick, King Freddy, is still very protective of Rapunzel. He's reading her diary that never goes well. That's an invasion of privacy, Freddie, that it's not good. And honestly, what we are finding out in these episodes is his guards just aren't great. Oh yeah, he's like, be discreet. And I'm like, they don't do discreet. And they are the worst at it. Yeah, because this is something you actually brought up. You're like, some scenes she has guards with her, some scenes she doesn't. So I guess like in the scenes where we don't see the guards, they're like the secret service, just like blending in maybe. If they can. I think between now and the pilot episode, which was also the kind of TV movie, I think maybe he had let the guards kind of let up because like he says, she hasn't gone past the wall anymore and he'd felt that she was much safer. So I think if we don't see them, they're not actually there because in this episode, they clearly prove that they (laughs) cannot be there and be unnoticed. Yeah, yeah, and he learned in the TV movie that she can take care of herself. And that she's very capable. More capable than some of these guards. Or himself, the king. Yeah. Oh, in one of the scenes where Pascal and Rapunzel are at the bookstore, one of the books is Beauty and the Beast. Yes. And appreciate that shout out. Belle would love that store. So this is the first episode where neither Eugene or Cassandra appear. Yeah. And I miss them that many of the leads in this episode yeah cassandra in the last episode remember she was injured in the big brothers of corona so maybe like she's still healing sure way to throw some continuity in there hey 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 no good for you i just don't think they really cared or think okay (laughs) just trying to get something yeah who knows where eugene is probably with lance somewhere I think it could have been fun if Eugene was in this episode. To be fair, there was a lot of characters already at the Snuggly Duckling, so it might have been one too many, but seeing him confront a ghost would have been hilarious. 
Yeah, so Rapunzel's getting annoyed with the guards. She goes to the Snuggly Duckling pub. And there's a ghost. Yes, it's the founder of the Snuggly Duckling, who we'd never heard about before, named Ruthless Ruth. And she has this club that's apparently cursed. And they keep saying the wrath of Ruthless Ruth's Wraith over and over again. (laughs) Say that five times fast. I'm amazed I said it one time. Yeah. And the captain of the guard, he still does not have a name. I didn't realize that until this episode because I looked it up and I was like, does he have a name? And I forgot it. But no, he literally never gets a name. Yeah, his name's just Captain. The fandom has given him different names. But Barbara? Like, maybe? What? <laughs> it's just Captain Captain. Captain Captain. It is weird that especially since they made him also like Cassandra's father too. Like, they give him a name. Yeah, you think they give her dad a name? I think him. It might even be like an inside joke in the show. They didn't want to give him a name or something. I think awful. they do comment on that at some point in the episode. Something about his name. There's some joke about that. I totally forget. But anyway, so we see the captain interact with the pub thugs. He's not happy to be there. And he's not happy to play along with the ghost's requests. Which is to finish your song. Yeah, and... The captain is probably the biggest idiot in this episode, which is miraculous considering like the thugs are not that clever themselves, but at least they know not to piss off the ghost and he keeps like doing the wrong things over and over again. He said piss off the ghost and I just thought of Korg from Thor Ragnarok. Piss off ghost! Kicking the air. One of my favorite moments earlier on when they're trying to escape. So the ghost has trapped them in the snuggly duckling and said, you don't figure out what I want before daylight you're gonna be trapped here forever and they start using the giant thug vladimir as a battering ram to break down the door they like had this planned out too oh it was great yeah yeah and like we said the captain of the guard's an idiot he's like waving a sword around and threatening the ghosts and then none of them are doing anything helpful except for rapunzel who finds the secret room and she like meets the ghost Oh, according to Tom Caulfield, the scene where Ruth's head is floating in a black void is a nod to the Madame Leota from the Haunted Mansion. Oh, nice. Also, you mentioned camp. And there's a moment where the mounted deer turns to look at the heroes. And that's taken from the Sam Raimi horror Evil Dead 2. Oh, the moose head? Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. The moose head was probably the creepiest thing in this episode. So I had the glowing eyes. At one point towards the end, it's on top of the captain's head and he can't get it off. And it's just like kind of actually creepy. Like it was the one creepy thing in this episode. Yeah. Bruce Campbell is actually a voice in the future. He comes, I think, next season. I I guess the Tangle people were fans of Evil Dead. There also was an alternative scene that the captain would be dropping, I quote from Tom, some righteous moves during Ruth's song. Like he would be breakdancing. That the story where character. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to add to the notes the link to that because it has his um storyboards of that. And it's funny, of course. So yeah, Rapunzel talks to Ruth's ghost and realizes, oh, it's her music, it's her song with her unfinished business, realizes the club has the music notes on it. So she's playing, she's fixing the situation. Meanwhile, the captain of the guard then breaks the club with the music notes on it. Uh, but then he does admit, and I was so mad, but then he does admit a second later, like, oh, I guess I had the moose head on, so I didn't actually hear what you said. Oops, my bad. At least he admitted that. Uh, 
That was so annoying. It's like Rapunzel had this. No, yeah. There wouldn't be a full episode if it didn't happen. I guess. <laughs> but even the captain ends up singing and Rapunzel gets everyone together. And they're out before the end of the night. Oh, we can't overlook Ruth's insult to the captain when she describes him as that hothead with the misplaced eyebrow. And he, like, touches his mustache, like, self-consciously, like, and smooths it down, like, my mustache? <laughs> he seems very proud of that mustache. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, you notice other, I think there's only one other guard that has a mustache. It's a badge of honor to have a mustache, apparently. Oh, and in the episode, Big Nose was mentioning... His Sorry. date? Yeah, his date. He was dating someone else. Before he was dating Asanta. But now he's like dating someone named Rhonda. He's a player. He is a player. Yeah, it was funny because at the very beginning of the episode, when Rapunzel has escaped the guards and has wandered into Snuggly Duckling, you think he's telling a scary ghost story, but he's telling about his date. But good. He's getting out there. Fine. True love. Breaking hearts left and right. Yeah, breaking hearts. Most eligible bachelor. Yeah. That's scary. I thought the end of the episode was a little bit of a downer. They all escape, and that's good. And Ruth says to Rapunzel, like, you need to follow your own advice. Mm -hmm. Rapunzel's like, oh, I need to go confront my dad about the guards and the security. And then she's, like, all ready to talk to him. And then she kind of falters at the last minute. And then the episode just ends. And I was like, that's depressing. We've all, like, tried to tell something important to someone we love and then get nervous and cop out because you don't want a confrontation. Yes, that's real life. But these 20-minute episodes, <laughs> usually, like, there's a lesson to be learned and then it turns into them learning the lesson and doing that thing. Like, or learning to communicate with your friends or learning to, like, support your significant other. But then they learn the lesson and they do it. And or maybe didn't. they're trying to teach kids that even princesses find it hard to talk about difficult subjects. And it takes time. And it was played as like a sad thing that she couldn't talk to her father. You know? Yeah. That's just a bit of a downer. <laughs> yeah, it is a downer. It's a... Oh, Krista, just you wait to see how down these episodes will get. Wait, what? No, this is a happy, <laughs> cute animated <laughs> you invited me to watch. Why are you laughing like that? Like an episode made me cry, Krista. Oh, gosh. See, no, I thought you were the one who always made the episodes depressing, not the episodes themselves. Oh, you want me to make it sad, Krista? No. <laughs> just think about how Mother Gothel, every time she asked her to go out, how she just took Rapunzel down. So she's not used to having a parental figure that she can actually t have like a logical conversation with. So it is very realistic that Rapunzel wouldn't go for confrontation. Listeners, <laughs> you can't see my face, but I am giving Candace a scowl. I need to make a compilation of Candace makes it sad. <laughs> or in some of these episodes, sad. Yeah, overall, it was a cute episode. I just felt like it felt a little out of place. But I understand like when you work for Disney and you got a Disney Channel show going on. You got to do what they ask. You got to put some holiday episodes out there. Yeah, it just, it very much fit that formula of the Halloween episodes that don't always like fit into the continuity necessarily. Uh, I wouldn't say this one is, was as extreme as others, but yeah, it definitely followed that kind of formula. Yeah, and they had their fun with it and I feel like they got to put their, the 
homages to Evil Dead and Han Mansion. So yeah, you can tell they had fun. So it's always a good time to hang out with the pub thugs. Yeah. Do you, yeah, we haven't had as much of them other than like Rapunzel's enemy. They, Not Rapunzel and his enemy, one angry princess. Yeah, I feel like they're always in like a lot of group scenes or they'll show up here and there, but this was an episode that featured them a lot more heavily and that was fun. Yeah, glad she's still friends with them. Okay, so we want to know, what did you think of this episode? You can find us at thegeekywaffle.com, geeky underscore waffle on Twitter, and our own Twitter, which is tangled underscore podcast. You can find me at Candice is a geek on Twitter. And you can find Krista at Krista Geeks Out. Got to keep those two straight. It's it's like I modeled my name after yours or something and it's confusing. (laughs) Copy. Or you can just find it at Tangles underscore podcast on Twitter. We're linked. Everything's there. So yeah. As Rapunzel says, we hope you have the best day ever.